BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hello, friends. Hispanic Heritage Month just wrapped up. But before we go, I want to talk about reggaeton. And if you don't know what it is, you've probably heard the unmistakable beat of reggaeton before. Especially if you have upstairs neighbors. Can you keep it down up there? I will not like this song. The roots of this music go back as far as the 70s and as far south as Panama. It could have started further south, but the beats are so big they don't fit through the canal. It was here in the 1980s when music artists started putting Spanish lyrics over Jamaican dance hall songs, creating a new sound of reggae and espanol. And honestly, I'm glad I wasn't there because watching Spanish words and dance hall music coming together for the first time, that'd have been too sexy to handle. There's no way you didn't leave that dance floor too pregnant. It's like being the jelly in a Diego Luna and Bad Bunny sandwich. Ooh, delicious. Two of reggaeton's earliest pioneers were Leonardo Renato Alder and Edgardo Franco. Franco would later be known as El General and even look like if the Fresh Prince got sent to military school instead of Bel Air. These two and other artists grew their new sounds by giving tapes to bus drivers who would bump their music. It's basically the way rappers in Atlanta give their singles to strip club DJs. Except in this case, you hope people jam out to your music while running late for work. In 1985, El General moved to New York City, where he began spreading early reggaeton in the club. It almost didn't happen, though. Because while he was in New York, El General also pursued a degree in business administration in an effort to get a real job. You have to wonder, what if that path had worked out? He'd be in an office going, Ernst & Young, this is El General speaking. How may I direct your call? Thankfully, he was sucked back into music, hosting parties and performing. In 1990, he put out the song Tu Boom Boom, a tribute to the power of the pussy. And El General's cover blew up. It was a hit in mainland America, in Puerto Rico, and spread to Central and South America. The music was spreading so fast it would have made COVID jealous. Not too far from Brooklyn on Long Island, the defining beat of reggaeton, the Dembo rhythm, was popularized by Panamanian rapper Nando Boom. The sound was originally created by Jamaican dancehall musician Chopper Rank, who looks like if Blade became a DJ instead of fighting vampires. From there, the sound moved to a different Long Island, Puerto Rico. And here's where all the Panamanian and New York ingredients finally mixed together to make something special, like sofrito for your ears. It took off at a club called The Noise, founded by the Quincy Jones of reggaeton, DJ Negro. He had been selling hot dogs on the street to get by, and then had an idea to start a club. It was there that the genre became known as El Underground and created a whole new generation of artists like Evie Queen. They also popularized reggaeton's most famous dance, 
Pereo. Oh, I know this dance. This is just me in 2005. This is the dance you do when you don't want to pay for drinks. At one point, Puerto Rico's government cracked down on El Underground and tried to regulate the lyrics and Pereo dance moves. But all that did was make El Underground more popular. This was like when your parents tell you not to date somebody, but then that person gets asked. I'm sorry, mama, you make some good points. But I can wash clothes off his stomach. Later, the genre exploded all over mainstream with the release of the hit song Gasolina by Daddy Yankee in 2004. And Daddy Yankee was everywhere. MTV, Time Magazine, even the campaign trail. I just want to say thank you, Daddy Yankee. That's right. You know a genre is big when the old white Republicans start calling. For a little while, reggaeton was huge. But then record companies moved on and it disappeared in much of America, which basically means most Americans thought it didn't exist anymore. We're like a baby who falls for peekaboo, but with Latin music. But even as America forgot about it, reggaeton went through a rebirth in Medellin, Colombia, the city you recognize from Narcos. Colombian artists like J Balvin, Ray Khan, and Carol G gave reggaeton a new, more mainstream sound with lyrics that focus less on violence and more on sex and romance. Like if Neo became Neo. It grew and grew in popularity until America caught on again with Despacito. That's right. Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee took over the globe with Despacito. It was number one for 16 weeks. This song was so popular, even racists were learning Spanish. Como se dice, go back to your own country. And since Despacito, reggaeton has kept its hold in America, which is great because this is a genre that is still evolving and becoming more inclusive. You know, it grew out of a rich Hispanic heritage of... Oh, seriously, that neighbor again? Hey, sorry about before, but can you actually turn it up? Everyone downstairs started dancing and I just want to keep the party going. Okay, I don't know how you got in here, but sure. Can we turn it up, please? Thank you. No, thank you. You can get out now. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.